the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Holy mackerel. The market marches on, right? It's been a pretty good run. And I'll be honest with you, it's a lot more fun talking about an up market than it is a down market. But it's been a while since we've had a down market, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm missing it a bit. It all seems a little bit too easy. I'm getting older. You're getting older. How's your 401k doing? Old man black gives financial advice. That's me. Gives financial insight. Gives second opinions. Always consult a broker advisor before taking action on anything you ever hear on this show or any other financial show. So a little bit of a welcome improvement. The S&P 500 had a positive day yesterday. So on the the heels, is that correct? On the heels of optimism about the proposed trade conversation with China. Now, China's kind of a, a sticky wicket. I don't even know what that means. But it's a sticky wicket. What's interesting to note about China is... We don't just kind of want to say, we'll buy a lot of your cheap stuff, and you can buy a lot of our soybeans. At some point in time, we want to say, we would actually like to do business with you in American terms, in your country. And China's like, no, how about joint ventures? And the United States like, no deal. So it's going to take something to crack that egg, but China's in a, a bear market. Their stock market's getting clobbered. It's getting battered, but not fried, which is how I was raised as a kid. My dad, he would flour us. He would egg us. He would put some chicken uh, uh, crispy st- uh, stuff on us, but he would never fry us, but he would always batter us, and we loved it as kids. Uh, China's market's getting battered, and maybe in this case, it's also getting fried. Oh, there's a stock in China that lost $180 million of value yesterday. It's a restaurant stock. You know why? Because a rat was found in their food. Say what? Cooked and all. <laughs> now, I question, is that authentic Chinese or is that bad cooking? I don't know. So, isn't that funny? A stock can lose $180 million in value because of a rat. Whoa. I know, right? So, Hurricane Florence has been downgraded to a Category 2 storm from a Category 4. That's a bit of a relief. That's mostly tied towards wind speeds, so there's no major change in the storm surge, which is going to be hit record flooding. Florence is still packing a very destructive punch, and people in its path should not be complacent. I've heard horror stories of people going off to like Myrtle Beach and then saying, okay, well, we got to leave. Uh, we were supposed to leave this weekend, but we're going to leave today. And they show up at the airport, and there's no flights. Their flights have been canceled. None. There's nothing there. It's like, it's like a ghost town. Uh, but they've already turned in their their, their property key. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> right? And all the hotels are either closed or booked. Don't! Bit of a problem. 
Oh, what else? What else? What else? What else? The CPI increased at two tenths of a percent. The consumer price index. That's not a negative. Um, that's that's very tame inflation. Now that takeaway is that inflation is moderate, and I like moderation in moderation. We don't really like things to get too hot or too cold on Wall Street, on Main Street. That's a good number. When you look at it, you know, cost of shelter up three-tenths of a percent, energy up 1.9 percent, clothes down about 1.6 percent. So I guess it was a good time to be buying some clothes, huh? Kroger. Back when I was in college, there was a grocery store called Kroger, and I don't know, I haven't seen any recently, but I've been stuck on the West Coast. They're down 8.5 percent. They're a grocery retailer. And they came up shy of expectations, but they're they're feeling that Amazon effect. You know, when Amazon gets into the the business of groceries, and maybe Amazon's a little bit better at procurement or something along those lines. Kroger's feeling it. It reminds me of that song, motoring. But I go Krogerine. What's your price for flight? I know you're saying, please don't ever do that again. I won't. I won't, I promise. Um, but Kroger, big, 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 big grocery store. Um, and again, they're, they're facing some, some uphill battles. Oh, there we go. Okay, okay. Did you see Boogie Nights? The movie wasn't for everyone. It had a lot of adult themes in it. And very dark themes. One of the last one of the last scenes when Dirk Diggler's gonna steal money from a drug guy. Uh, they're playing this song in the background, the, the drug lord's super high, and he's lighting firecrackers and they're playing the song it's super tense because he thinks someone's gonna get shot. And the guy's just so high that he's lighting firecrackers. It's one of those scenes you just kinda never forget. And if you haven't seen it, I liked it at its time. I don't know how it aged. Yeah, that's a good one. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Apple came out with a whole slew of product yesterday. You know what's interesting? It seems that they they, they might have made a mistake. It was one year ago. When old man Tim Cook told us he was bringing out a, a, a power mat, so that you can put your phone, that you can put your watch, you can put your AirPods on it, and it would wirelessly magically charge. Where'd that go? My guess is, is in the testing, it probably started a fire. Or something along those lines. It was overheating or something. So they they have a little bit of a misstep on occasion, right? It's been a while since we've had an antenna gate or problems. Apple introduced its new iPhone lineup. Uh, and say goodbye to the, the, home screen, the home button. It's gone. The iPhone XR is the most visually striking of the new three phones. There's the... And this is where it gets kind of stupid for me. And maybe I just don't have the, the brain capacity that I used to. Maybe my brain is full. And now it's just overflowing. The iPhone's flagship X series will now consist of three models. The iPhone XS, the iPhone XS Max... Oh, no. I, like, that sound, I, I can't remember this stuff. And the iPhone XR, that's not going to go on sale until October 26. 
but they're going to do the iPhone XS and the iPhone XS Max September 21st. Um, so that's right around the corner. Something that's magical and magical. enriches people in some way. I agree with Warren Buffet. He said last week that paying $1,100 for something that gives us so much productivity, um, it, it's, it's cheap. You know, for me to go surf the internet and look at stupid stuff, I used to have to go to a computer to do it. Now I can go surf the internet and look at stupid stuff on a phone. Awesome. I do a lot. I know, right? Um, I don't think there was anything magical, but again, they're hitting, they're doing well. They're doing well. They're, I'm going to say they're firing on all cylinders. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more. Does that change Wall Street's opinion? Probably not much. Uh, it's really still a services story on top of a hardware. They're vertically integrating a business model that Wall Street tends to like. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on there. Big seminar coming up on the 20th in Los Gatos at the Toll House Hotel. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use code radio25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. Snap, it's an all-time low. Dead man walking. That's how I described my first I was a dead man walking. Something like that, right? There's thousands of ways to claim Social Security. Thousands of ways. When you consider factors such as spousal and child benefits, which year to file, which month, it's definitely not one size fits all. Wondering whether you should claim your Social Security at 62, 66, or 70. It gets kind of complicated. Uh, waiting until 70 to get the best payout. But you may not live long enough to make it worth your while. Maximizing spousal benefits is super important, especially if your spouse didn't work and took Social Security early. So it's good to meet with a CFP. Speaking of CFP, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner, Chad Burton will be at the big seminar Thursday, September 20th. And one of the things we're going to talk about is Social Security, but also income in retirement. Let's bring on CFP Chad Burton. Chad, how are you? Joining me now. CFP Chad Burton, host of Focus on Wealth, heard every day here, Monday through Fridays at noon on this very station. Let's talk about the six success factors for retirement. These are success factors. Like These are things that have to go your way in order to make your retirement go smoothly, and it's all financially oriented. One of the first success factors is a flexible retirement date. Now, I know some people, Chad, and I have a friend who... Her dad just recently was like 55, 56, 57, lost his job, and he's taken out employment, and basically that's his retirement date. He doesn't want to go back to work. Uh, it's the give-up retirement. It's the give-up retirement. Yeah, it and, happens a lot. And I'm like, he has to be more flexible. I looked at his finances. He doesn't have enough. You, you know, here's what happens. A lot of people that retire based on an age rather than a portfolio value or the give-up type of retirement. So a lot of times it comes from depression. So the give up retirement is like, oh, I lost my job. I'm 50 something. And it's really a depression issue. Like they feel it's a worth issue that they can't get past. And maybe that's some counseling and whatever it may be to get past that. Those that retire with an age in mind, regardless of how many, how much they have in assets to support their retirement, 
typically it's because they've had a horrible work-life balance. Most people hate their job that don't have a work-life balance. Okay. If you have a work-life balance, you can get your day, you know, go through your day and use it as a way to fund the balanced part of your life, the things that you enjoy. Okay. And those same people that retire with that date in mind rather than a portfolio value, since they didn't have any balance, they also don't have anything to do in retirement. So not only do they not have enough assets, but they're bored. Okay, that's pretty bad because then they're staying at home watching Oprah. Right, and that's what happens, and, they, and that is enjoyable to them for the first year because they couldn't stand their job. They hated the person next to them that they worked with or the group that they worked for or the toxic environment, whatever it may be, and they're fine for a year doing nothing, and then they get bored. But then they also realize they don't have enough money to go travel and do the things that you're supposed to be doing in retirement. The best retirement, the happiest clients that I have yeah. are the ones that say, I don't know how I had time to work. I'm so busy now. For me personally, and I, I don't want to make it all about me, but I'm starting to think, you know, when do I want to take my foot off the gas? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm trying now to do things like volunteer work so that later when I do retire, I won't be kind of like a fish out of water. Right. My, my retirement's going to be probably... Re- uh, charity work as well as, um, oh, you know, maybe college classes mm-hmm. because, you know, so now I, I need to take a college class soon, kind of get that feel. Do I still like doing this yep. as much as I used to 20 years ago? Uh, but that's my retirement plan. I don't really want to see the Sphinx. It's just a big rock in the desert. No interest. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm considering putting off my retirement, ideal retirement age and asset goal. Um, so I can afford to heliski once a year. I mean, I went and, you know, as you know, I got married out of helicopter on a heliski trip. It's an expensive deal. It's a bucket list type of, of an event. So, but it's so much fun to me that I would rather put off my retirement 10 years in order to be able to heliski every year for the next 10 years. How pricey is it? it you're talking for a, the Canadian trip that we went on. It's usually like six grand a person for a bad. five to seven day trip. That's not terrible. Yeah, but you're talking about two people. They're budgeting $1,000 a month. For for you could, fun, you could afford. If you put a thousand dollars a month into a four hundred one k, you know how wealthy you're going to be after ten years. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But you could get. But I'm 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 willing. Yeah. I love my job. I love the people I work with. You don't cut retirement savings, do you? No. Okay. No, it's just a matter of I know I could retire earlier. But so let's. I talk- enjoy the work. I I'd, I'd rather do adventure while my knees and hips can take it. So let's explain this idea of putting off retirement age. Mm-hmm. Um, realistically, one of the reasons you want to do it. You know, if you can put off until 70, you get more Social Security. Um, but should you put off retirement, for instance, if your health is not good? Um, it depends. It's so diff- if you're a single person yeah. and your health's not good, then probably not. No, I mean, you've got to realize. But at the same time, you could get five years into it and realize that your health's better than you thought or there's some sort of a medical advance. There's always that risk if you are if you make that decision. But let's say you're uh, an, an older guy, right? right. And you could work another couple of years and maximize your social security. Um, but you choose not to because you're not well, you're not healthy enough, but your spouse is healthy. So maybe you should continue to work, max out your social security so that when you pass away, she has a larger 401k and a larger social security check. Um, so it really depends on the situation and what's important to you and what the other spouse is willing to do. If, if you're not healthy, yeah, it's interesting that you bring it up because I, I'm starting to get to the point where I've worked really, really, really hard. And I do like the idea of, you know, getting out earlier before later, because I don't think I'm going to live a really long life. I've worked really hard. I don't sleep well. I've been, yeah. you know, slightly overweight a lot. So <laughs> when I go, I'm going to go pretty fast. There's the skinny Rob and the chubby Rob. 
Skinny Rob was 20 years old. <laughs> he hasn't been skinny for many, many years. I, I refer to myself as puffy. So I'm not exactly fat. Because you like pie charts so much. <laughs> I do like pie charts. My favorite pie chart is how much pie I've eaten. With that said, it's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Not a lot of great stories out there today. McDonald's workers are going to strike over sexual harassment claims. M&M's is going nuts with new flavors. Right? I know. I know you. I kind of warned you. There's not a lot of great stories out there today. Um, I would say that, you know, going back to Apple, and speaking of uh, Chad, CFP Chad Burton, you'll be able to meet him Thursday at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. In Los Gatos, California, uh, 630 to 830, September 20th. You can learn more about that big event by going to newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com and using code RADIO25 to sign up. Always a good experience. I'll be talking about some stocks and some expectations. Uh, We started the day off with a lot of hope that China was going to fall into place in a positive. And Trump tweets out, well, we're in no rush. It's it's interesting because China's kind of going into a bear market. And it's telling you that they are feeling the pressure. Do we do something stupid and negotiate with them when they're hurt? Because they will remember that. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Tupac Shakur died on this day 20 plus years ago. It's interesting. I was too busy then to really ever get into his music. I never got into it. I feel like I missed a cultural icon. I felt like I missed the John Lennon of rap. Let's bring in the the king of CFPs, the John Lennon of CFPs, CFP Chad Burton. How are you, Mr. Burton? Good. You know what I learned from Tupac? What did you learn from Tupac? That California knows how to party. Is that okay. bad? See, I, 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 I don't know this. Bad, I feel huh? like that's... I, I, I missed it. I couldn't uh, name one Tupac Rob. song. I think you were doing hey. about nine hours of radio a day back <laughs> That's probably about right. That is, and I was yeah. listening to my Euro trash pop music then. Alpha. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Um, you should love it. Anyhow, it is. You're coming back right now. I mean, right. everybody's right. dressing like it's the 80s all over again. A little Tupac here. I think. So CFP Chad Burton is going to be at the big event. Not doing Tupac. He's going to do the shark song, so I hear. Uh, at intermission Thursday, September 20th, 630 to 830 at the Tollhouse Hotel in Los Gatos. Um, looking at the calendar, Chad, the years go by quickly, don't they? And uh, it's starting oh to, gosh, yeah. to wrap up. We just did a segment where we replayed one of your old segments. You had just gotten married and you had gone on a $6,000 house skiing trip. Um, and now you're, <laughs> you're, you've got a daughter with that wife and like that daughter's getting old. Time moves, doesn't it? I know. It It does, yeah. So what do we need to be thinking about into the year? Is it it tax stuff? Is it investing? What is it? Both. It's it's a really good time to take a look at your overall portfolio and the risk involved in your portfolio just to make sure your risk level is set. 
Well, your portfolio is set to your risk level and to your goals. Um, you can go to the what is your risk number on our website to kind of get the process started with that. But we've had a huge run-up in stocks. We've had stocks very resilient despite trade war potential. Um, but it's just a handful of stocks kind of pushing the market cap-weighted indexes up. So it's a good time to definitely look at your overall investment risk and exposure. Economy looks good, but there are risks, and people are a little bit beyond their risk tolerance. But more importantly, there's – well, not more importantly, but also in, as just as important right now is to get a handle on what you're going to owe in taxes, especially in states like California and Oregon, because there was a drastic change in tax law that really affected states like California. And there's going to be a whole group of people, Rob, that have not withhold, with, withheld enough from their paycheck to be okay when it comes tax time. So it's a good time to get a hold of your CPA, your enrolled agent, do some modeling, make sure you've withheld enough. If not, you want to make a payment probably by January 15th. Uh, make sure that your 401k is going to be maxed because if you are turning 50 by the end of the year this year, you go from 18.5 to 24.5 that you can get into that 401k. So you might need to adjust your paycheck. Um, Self-employed people should be thinking about what they're doing for a retirement plan. A lot of times an individual 401k, which is free to set up, is much better for most than a SEP IRA. And then there's still a lot of people out there shopping for a new home, right? That, that fear of missing out. i got to get into that house before prices continue to go up and rates continue to go up. Well, be aware of the pitfalls there because now there are limitations on how much of your mortgage you can deduct on a new home purchase. Yeah, tell me about it, Chad. You are all sorts of good news. Tax planning at the end of the year. I'm going to go get my wisdom teeth put back in and taken out. You know what's funny about that is my CPA's wife is a dentist, so I typically go to the dentist the same day I get my taxes done just because I like the pain. <laughs> Poor you. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough um, day. It is a tough day. So what are some of the pitfalls out there that you're seeing at this point in time that... Uh, do you remember the video game Pitfall? It was made by Activision. You had to jump over alligators and everything. Oh, I remember. I'm awful at every single video game. So, yeah, I remember that one. It got a, a little bit maybe past level two. That's about it. But the pitfalls out there are, um, you know, you, you first you used to be able to on your mortgages, if you and if you were in a home prior to the tax law change, um, you had a million dollars of mortgage that you could deduct, whether it's your primary mortgage or your HELOC or whatever. It was just a combination of it. That limitation is now $750,000. And your, if you have a HELOC that you've taken out on your home, unless that you can show that that HELOC was a result of, it was, is there because you needed it to somehow purchase the home or build it or improve it drastically, capital improvement so you can move in type of a situation, the HELOCs are no longer deductible. You can't go take a, a HELOC loan on your home and then go buy a second home in Tahoe and think that you're going to deduct that interest. It's not going to happen. Um, in addition to that, there's also a limit on how much of your state and local taxes that you can deduct. So you could typically say how much I paid in California state income taxes and how much I paid in property taxes, you could deduct that on your federal return. Now that's limited to $10,000. Um, so if you purchase a property in the last 10 years, you know, your property taxes are probably above that limit anyways. So there is a big reduction in how much California people can deduct in terms of new mortgages and in terms of their state and local income taxes. 
I love that you refer to us as California people. <laughs> I didn't even realize I said it that way. <laughs> it's cute, um, but it feel, makes me feel like I'm, I live in a cage or something. <laughs> you ever see the Saturday Night Live car- uh, skit, The Californians? Oh, yes. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's a great. Very funny stuff. One of my favorite skits, actually. They end up giving it, it was, directions on at the end of every skit. And it's kind of right on. And uh, we'll, we'll learn more about Chad's favorite skits through the years. Um, Next is there in Californians. Okay. I'm glad you came over that one. Well, I do. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> is there anything that offsets these state income tax deduction limits? Like, you're, you're giving me a lot of the negatives. Is there anything yeah, that yeah. we could do positive? Yeah, because this has thrown a lot of states like California and Oregon into a bit of a panic. But a lot of higher income earners, and if you you're considered a higher income earner in California versus the rest of the country, even if you can be able to barely afford a new home, so a lot of people were already paying AMT tax. So if you look at your return, your 1040, and you look at the line alternative minimum tax, and if there's a number on that line, you were already losing those deductions anyway. And it's going to be a lot harder for people to get into that AMT tax bracket now. So there's that offset. In addition, the federal brackets on, on how the federal uh, how the feds tax your income are lower. I mean, the 15% bracket became the 12% bracket. There was all sorts of adjustments. So it, you know, a lot of people aren't going to be as bad as they think, especially if you were paying AMT. Um, so... Again, it's a great time to go in. Wait until after September 15th when your CPA is done doing you know, corporate returns like the S-Corps and the LLCs that are due on September 15th. Um, but after that, get an appointment to find out where you're going to hit in these new brackets. Good stuff. Big event coming up on September 20th. That's just right around the corner. It's a Thursday evening, 630 to 8.30, Toll House Hotel. You can get more information by going to newfocusfinancial.com. Uh, a lot of downloadables. You can listen to Chad's podcast or subscribe to it there. You can also sign up for the event using the code RADIO25. That's Thursday, September 20th, 630 to 830. A lot of talk about additional tax cuts. Trump is kind of like bobbing and weaving. He's kind of like, I don't know if I'm allowed to even say this, chucking and jiving. I don't even know. Like, I'm so politically fearful these days of being incorrect. Um, a lot of tax cuts and a lot of maybe more tax cuts with potential cancellations of other um pluses and minuses for retirement. What are you seeing there? What do we need to know? Well, I think part of this, first of all, is because of the midterm elections, dangling those tax okay. cuts out there. I think also <clears throat> we're all going to look back and, and say that, okay, the, a lot of this tax cut was done prior to tackling the trade issues that need to be renegotiated because it's going to cause a little bit of pain, so the taxes will help us get through that. But as a fiscal conservative um, that believes we need to fix health care and Social Security, <laughs> I'm, I'm really not into any more additional tax cuts. I've been doing this for this is the 25th year in the business. This is the lowest tax rate I've seen um, during that entire period of time. And the economy is growing nicely, but we need to handle expenses now versus give more tax cuts. With, with that said, we need to digest some of this and see how it's going to play out on the, on the budgets out there. There is all of this talk of canceling required minimum distributions on retirement accounts. There was a big headline that came out a couple of weeks ago. So people kind of froze, oh, maybe I shouldn't take my RMDs this year on retirement accounts. This year, over 70 and a half, you have to start taking money out. And all that was done is an executive order for, to, for the Treasury to take a look at that 
and whether or not it needs to be done. Um, and it's going to be for lower balance accounts, likely. It's just going to put it off. And people should be thinking about not putting it off anyways, Rob. As I'll talk about at the event, one of the biggest things you can do, and the best things you can do is from age of retirement to age 69, is partial Roth conversions every year and get that money out of the IRA into a tax-free Roth so you can really help your tax bracket for the long run. That sounds complicated. Or that sounds like something you don't want to implement yourself via web strategy. You want to do it with a CFP. Yeah, it's CFPs, and we have really great programs where you can sit there, punch in all the tax information, and say, okay, well, you're not going to go into the next bracket as long as you convert, say, ten or fifteen or twenty thousand from your IRA to a Roth. You will not go into the next marginal bracket. The same thing is said too with people that have high concentrated stock positions. A lot of people give up the great capital gains rates, which run on a different schedule, um, and they lose the, the opportunity best. to sell stuff tax free. See you Thursday, September 20th, Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos, California. Go to newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to sign up for it today. Thanks, Chad. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Some people are calling Apple's big event yesterday kind of a snoozer. Analysts said the pricing was higher than expected. Um, so Apple unveiled its newest iPhones yesterday, and it was, it was a bit of a snoozer. But it shows you that they kind of are mowing down the competition. Someone I I don't short stocks. I always find that there's going to be someone out there who's dumb enough to buy a rock. Americans bought pet rocks in the seventies. We bought invisible dogs in the seventies, which was basically just a, a starched leash. I know, I know. We did this. Um, so Fitbit, I, I don't see how they can win. I don't th- see how they can survive. Apple just keeps rolling out the new technologies. For instance, the new watch that they rolled out um, can do an ECG, an electrocardiogram, and basically potentially let you know if you have a heart condition like atrial fibrillation. Um Starts at $399 to $499 with cellular connectivity. I have no interest in getting new gadgets every year, but people do. And it makes last year's watch look silly because it's, it's nicer. It's got more screen. Woo, screen. A lot of people are like, I don't know if I want Bluetooth things right next to my hands. And let's see how many people's hands fall off from cancer in the future. So Apple's event was kind of a snoozer, and yet the stock's up $4.50 today. Right? Bitcoin's cryptocurrency, 80% plunge in the cryptocurrency market, now worse than the dot-com crash. How does that make you feel? I did everything I could last year to warn you that it was massive, that it was speculative, and millennials kind of pushed forward. And uh, they were looking for people were looking for new ways to become the next super investor. Sadly, it doesn't work like that. Um, it, it shows you risk. So I'm not going to bash crypto. I just I have no interest in it because it has no value. It doesn't do anything. It just it's a digital currency that's not tied towards the dollar or gold or anything else, and that bothers me. Target's going to hire 20% more workers this holiday season. Do you know who's coming, ladies and gentlemen? 
Do you know who's coming? Santa's coming in 103 days. I'm going to do this every single day until Christmas. So Target's hiring 120,000 seasonal workers, 20% increase from last year. They're going to they're going to say you go work in the internet division. We want you to fulfill online orders. As labor market tightens, retailers are offering extra incentives and higher wages to lure these 120,000 people. All temporary workers hired by Target We'll start with an hourly wage of 12 bucks, and we'll receive benefits like 10% discount on Target.com and 20% off wellness merchandise like fruits, vegetables, and workout gear. The company will also set aside $2 million for rewards to seasonal workers. How about a massage? Um, that's the world we live in right now. It's a tight labor market. And to get people motivated to work, you got to dangle something in front of them. And that can create inflation pressures. Speaking of dangling, don't leave me dangling, man. I don't like where this is going. You're fine. J.P. Morgan is going after rich millennials, offering Sapphire users 60,000 points to sign up for checking. Right? Good. Millennials love those points. You know how many credit card points go unused? It's shocking. Credit card customers who open a new Sapphire bank account are eligible for 60,000 bonuses. And up to $900 uh, of, of credit, essentially, that is, for travel. You have to bring in at least $75,000 in deposits or investments and keep it there for three months. And you get 900 bucks for travel. Uh, going after affluent millennials uh, early in their financial lives is happening amid increased competition for deposits as interest rates rise. And again, dangling something in front of us. I hate Jay Leno. If I were to write down everything I hate, it would be a very long list. I hate Manola Blahniks. I hate Jay Leno. I'm going to do a show where I eat peanuts because for some reason I always can get kind of, they get caught in my throat and I'm just going to cough the whole show and it'll be darn entertaining. But Jay Leno has never carried debt even before he was a big earner. I don't need to hear this. He stayed out of the red thanks to one simple strategy. He never used credit. And I think that's ignorant. I, I use credit, and I'm not in the red. I pay off my balances every month. Um, but early on, any, I, I, that's one of the things I hate about CNBC is they'll put anyone on television, Gene Simmons, Jay Leno, anyone who's got any sort of, ooh, what's on TV? And they might stick on CNBC for a second. I hate what Leno did to Letterman. I was a Letterman. I was Team Letterman for sure. And then he did basically the same thing to Conan O'Brien. Bad man, Jay Leno. Bad man. If I had a stick I'd, or a switch, I'd hit him with it. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Big seminar coming up Thursday, September 20th in Los Gatos, the Toll House Hotel, 630 to 830. little soul music, brothers. Um, you can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free if you're a radio listener. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.